What's good? What's good? What's good? Good morning, YouTube. Yo, this is Ali Hoodstar365, and this is Respect the Game, the podcast, episode 97. Yes, sir, 97. Wow. Okay, well, listen, today's topic is just general general conversation, general news, or what's going on in our communities, what's going on in the world. You know, I always express myself, you know, straight from, my, from the dome, straight from my heart. I don't script it. I don't do none of that. All right? So first of all, let's start off with uh, let's do better. Let's do better as a whole. When I say as a whole, I mean individually. And then, of course, you teach your children, your family, and then your, your community. Let's just do better. And I'm talking to myself first because my ears are closer to me than they are to you. So when I say let's do better, I mean, yeah, let's do better, all of us. All right? Because now what's going on, today is the 28th, I believe, something like that, Sunday, June 2020, and now the numbers have spiked all the way back up, you know, all over America with the virus because they opened it up too soon, and I knew this was going to happen. They did too. They opened it up too soon. And now people are getting sick and the emergency rooms are all full again and people are dying and all that and all this. But when they, when they first opened it up, I said clearly on my podcast, on my platform, on IG, all the platforms, I've been saying it and saying it, stay home. Only go out for essentials, like go to the store, or go wash clothes. Don't put yourself in a position. Don't be close up on nobody. Don't be talking. Somebody don't have a mask on. Don't get close to them because they be spitting all that shit on you. You get the virus. You might be asystematic. Then you go home and you give it to your loved ones, whether it's your parents or whoever. And if that person has diabetes or any type of breathing issues or lung issues, then it can affect them and kill them. You don't get no clearer than that. So now, they already started the process of locking everything back down. Florida, Texas, California. And before you know it, New Jersey's going to fall in suit and everybody else is going to fall in suit. And the NBA, the NBA might shut that down, bro. I know if I, if I was an NBA player, right, even, even I'm in a union, when I was an NBA player, I wouldn't go to Orlando to go play no fucking basketball. Why would you put yourself in jeopardy like that? Basketball is not important right now. Right now, what's important is humanity. It's living or dying. So the goal is to live, to get past this threshold. Right? Because by, by the end of the year, January 2021, end of January, they should have a vaccine available for all of mankind. So once we get the vaccine, it's like when the flu first came out. Same shit. And then once the vaccine comes out, then we can go back and start going back to normalcy. Somewhat. But it will never be the same again. Because now, every season, when it's flu season, is going to be flu plus corona season. So you're going to have two wham-bams every winter. Pretty much. But just speaking on that uh, briefly, but this is all about a money, a money, a money thing, man. It's not about a virus just came out of nowhere or China did it on purpose. And 
They they did it on purpose. It was for money, but China's not alone. They're all got their hands in on it. The United States, China, Europe, and everybody, the most powerful people in the world, they're the ones who did got their hands on that for depopulation and for monetize, monetary gain. You know how many how much money is is due to make off of this vaccine? Probably damn near a trillion dollars. The first go around. It was the first go around of giving everybody the vaccine. I wonder if they're gonna make the vaccine mandatory. Are you gonna take the vaccine? I can, am I gonna take it? Am I gonna give it to my kids? I mean, that's that's gonna be a, that's a hard. That's gonna be a major, major, major decision. A life, a life decision. For real. This coffee so good this morning. I'm to do that. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. You know? And then of course we got still what's going on in our country and I'm sure overseas too, where you know the people have risen up and are protesting. The millennials, the young generation. See, I'm an OG, so our generation. Well, not my issue, but the ones older than me, a little older than me, like they're in their 70s, 60s and 70s, 80s. They've been immune and accustomed and been programmed to just bow down. Like when they, racism comes at them, they just been taught and learned how to just ignore it and don't shed light on it. But now, with the millennials, they ain't not playing that shit. Like, what happened? What? Karen? Now, let's hear Bob. You're fucking racist, and, and, and they're losing their jobs. People who are being exposed to being a racist, and they're putting them on the internet, and that shit is going viral, and it's going boom, boom, and the, the companies, oh, yeah, oh, she's fired. Oh, he's fired. And police brutality, they're all being exposed, too, with the abuse and the corruption and all that, turning the cameras off. So now we got to come up as a people with a better, a better system for the camera. Maybe it should just be, uh, yeah. I ain't even gonna put it out there. Uh huh. I'll let y'all. So, a lot of the footage and a lot of the shit's not there. And they've been hiding it. You know, the, the, uh, the cold or the blue. They don't tell each other and everything's hush hush and they just do what they wanna do, what they thought. But those days are over now. Now they're exposed. I wonder how many of them are gonna resign now and then people are not gonna sign up. You know what I'm saying? Like generations and generations of people being in law enforcement, like from their grandfathers to their kids, to their kids, to their kids, and all doing the same thing. Systematic racism, you know, because that was created to control the people, to control slaves, not the people. To, to control slaves so they don't get out of hand, as they say. Get them back in line. The day's over, bro. The technology, and everyone has an iPhone in their hand. And there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people that are of color that are, you know, are, are well off. Millionaires, thousandaires, you know, have careers. So you can't just go around just doing and killing, killing people like that. That's crazy. Get a regular traffic stop, you get killed. So I see why people don't want to stop now. They fucking just take off. <laughs> 
that year's take all. Have me a speed chase. Then get, get out and run. Get run hey, my car got stolen. It wasn't me. Like I remember when I when I used to ride motorcycles, I was an idiot on the on the bikes, Kawasaki's and Suzuki's and all that shit. Back in the late nineties, mid nineties, late nineties and early two thousand. I was a speed demon too. I never pulled over. I said, one of them jumped out behind me. I said, fucking downshift it and just take off and go faster. And create that gap and get off the first exit or make the first turn left, right, left, right, left, right. Boop, 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 boop. And go to the store, boop, boop, park it up and then go in the store. You know what I'm saying? Then an hour or two later, you go back out. She's by normal. Change your shirt and shit. Never pulled over for the motherfucker. I only pulled over one time because I, I was with a buddy of mine. And he had just got, uh, did he get married? No, he wasn't married yet, but he was in, he was going with, his girlfriend had became a cop. So she gave him one of them little badges and he used to carry his wallet with the little fucking PBA card or whatever. So we were going to Philly. We were, we were in, in Pleasantville. So... He was coming from Lang City, so he said, yo, meet me on the, you know, on the shoulder in Pleasantville on the, on the expressway. You know, when I come to, we just meet up. I said, all right. So, we started flying, bro. Not even knowing that a fucking state trooper came off the ramp, and he was fucking following us, and he was fucking trailing us, and he was tracking us. You know, he was reading how fast we're going and how, you know, because they can count. They have demand for it. They count from the mile marker to each mile marker, how much time it takes you, and it equates your speed. So I'm looking in the mirror, so I'm, I said, oh shit, so I noticed him, he had his lights on, but he was like, probably half a mile behind us, you know, we were flying, bro, like 140, going in and out of cars, out of control. So I noticed, I said, oh shit, that's like this, that means 5-0. So I told him, yo, get off. He's like, nah, 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 nah. No, no. He told me, no, 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 don't, 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 no. He told me, don't run. Right? So we get to the toll plaza. Because I used to just blow right down by the toll plaza and be gone. This nigga want to pull over. So we pull over. This cop jumped out that car like fucking Hulk Hogan, bro. Gun out. Yelling and screaming with his gun pointing at us. That guy ain't shooting killers. Damn. This man was upset. And he fucking license registration, take the key out of ignition, da -da -da -da, all this extra shit. Bye, bye, bye. So my boy let him you know, have his little rant. So when he got done, when he went to go pull out his ID, he opened his wallet up and showed the badge. So the state trooper said, What's that? Let me see that. What is this? He's like, oh, that's my wife. Oh, oh, your wife is a cop? He's like, yeah, Atlantic City police officer. He said, oh, yeah, and, and here's the car. Oh, yeah, this the car right here? Oh, okay. He took that car, he ripped that bitch up. And he told him, he said, listen, then you should know better. That you should not be doing 140 miles an hour in a 60. At the time, speed limit was only like 65. Or was it 55? I don't remember. And you know what he did, bro? He gave us both and eight tickets. <laughs> he gave us like eight motherfucking tickets, man. 
All kind of shit, bro. That shit costs like, like $1,400, man, to get out of that shit, bro. Not to get out of it, we had to pay. Cause when you go to court back then, they don't do that no more. But back then, you when you go to court, you go and walk into the prosecutor's office and then you pay them. And they downgraded everything. You won't lose your license, you won't lose no points. Blase this, blase, we're gonna drop this, drop that, drop this, but that, that, but that, but that, but it's gonna cost you this. So I had to pay him. <clears throat> so I never used to pull over, bro. That was the only, that was the only time I ever pulled over for anybody. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, another time we got, we got pulled over was, uh, but they forced us to pull over. They shut the whole toll plaza down. Coming, coming, um, leaving out of Maryland, going towards Pennsylvania before you get to Chester. That toll plaza, the last toll plaza, they shut it down. You know what I'm saying? And um, give me a kiss. And uh, have fun. Keep your mask on, okay? I answer your phone when I call you. Have fun, my love. My daughter's leaving. She's going to her cousin's birthday party. And uh, what I was saying? Oh, so we were coming back from Maryland. We're on the way down. That's what happened. We all left Atlantic City. It was like 14 of us. We used to ride. And back then, everybody didn't have bikes. Only people that had bikes were the derelicts. You know what I'm saying? The thugs and the drug dealers and the street motherfuckers who, you know, who was hustling. Man, all cornballs got bikes and the fucking idiots and the fucking cops. So, uh, we back, like, yo, the first one to get to Philly to the plateau, you know what I mean? $200. All right, we're fine. So we got there. That shit was weak as hell. It was boring. It was a Sunday. Nobody was really out. So I was like, yo, let's go to Maryland, bro. Let's go down there to the fucking harbor, get some crabs and shit. Let's just, you know, take that ride, man. It was all of us. So they was like, all right, bet. First one down there, $500. Ah, oh, let's get it. Dude, when I said we was fucking disrespectful on the highway, yo, I can't believe that shit that I was doing. What an idiot, dog. I was passing cars on the shoulder. We were racing. And I was splitting fucking cars and splitting track the trailer, you know what I mean? They'd be in the way and just go right through them. Excuse me. Oh, two names. I can't be nice around like that, bro. And we got all the way down there, bro. We were fucking flying, dude. And then as soon as we hit Maryland, bro, a fucking helicopter came over top of us. We got lower and lower and lower and lower and slowed us all down. And then eventually, boom. <clears throat> State troopers caught up. And they guided all of us to the Ronald McDonald house in the parking lot. They had this big-ass bus there. They had fucking tow trucks, flatbeds. They was fucking like, they were upset, bro. So the only thing that saved us was that the sergeant that popped out of his car, he was black. 
He was like 6'4", 260, man. Nigga was like a, a walking muscle. This motherfucker was humongous, bro. Pause. He said, I don't know what the fuck going on around here, but you are now in the state of Maryland. And in the state of Maryland, you will not ride through the state of Maryland like this is the NASCAR freeway. I need to see everybody license, registration, and insurance. But then he changed it. Anybody give him that shit? Anybody had it? I was like one of the few who had my bike legal and license and all that. So then he was like, yo, this is what we're going to do. Listen, I understand. So I told him, I said, listen, we, we apologize, first of all, for you know, riding like that, but this is our first time all getting together, and we wanted to come down here to Maryland and go get some crabs. We got a little excited. Apologize for you. All right, listen, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to give y'all a break. But where, where y'all going? So we told him we're going to the harbor, you know. He said, okay, no problem. You're going to the harbor? Then we're going to escort you to the harbor. And anybody that goes even five miles over the speed limit, I'm going to take you, lock you up, and tow your bike. And they did, bro. They fucking guided us all the way to the harbor, bro. Told us where to park and everything. So I had somebody with me on the back of the bike. I don't remember her name. It was, it was a friend of mine. She wanted to go. So I took her. And uh, so we started, so when the cop pulled over, we ate, and I, said, I got back on. So when I looked up, I kept hearing all this noise. <sighs> like a lot of people, <sighs> like, like it was fans. So when I looked up, I said, oh, shit. That's the Baltimore Oil Stadium. Oh, shit, that's the Baltimore Oil Stadium right there. Right, so then I start riding over there, like going to the parking lot, and then all of a sudden you hear, <sighs> and then when I look up, it was loud. Then when I look up, I see this white streak coming out the sky, and it went boom, and it like bounced by like 200 feet ahead of me, and it bounced. It was a baseball, and it bounced pow, real high, then it bounced again, pow. then it bounced again. It came right where I was at. So I said, oh, shit. I popped my kickstand on. I jumped out. I ran over there. I grabbed the ball. It was all these people, like all these little white kids running fast as hell towards the ball. <laughs> towards the ball. So I grabbed the ball. I said, oh, shit. This is fucking dope, man. And the ball said it was a Kyle Ripken tribute day ball. So it must have been one of his last, you know, days of playing there. Because he said, Kyle Ripken Jr. on it. So then when I went home, I kept the ball, blah, 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 just real quick. But that ball has significance because when I got home, that ball that was hit that day, that, that was hit by the Yankees. New York Yankees were playing, and it was hit by Tino Martinez, the first baseman. He hit that home run, and the Yankees won that game. Well, anyway, so boom, we go back. We're having a good time, blah, 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 whatever. So we're like, all right, what the fuck we gonna do? Now it's like four o'clock. So the plat usually start jumping off about that time, like three o'clock, four o'clock, when the sun starts going down, and everybody's like going there on Sundays. And then when it get dark, then everybody go to Delaware Avenue or South Street, get some cheesesteak, whatever, whatever, you know, just chill. Or by the gas station, the mobile on Delaware, Delaware and Spring Garden. That was the spot. So we're like, all right, man, yo, $300, man. First one to make it back to Philly. So we take off again. 
Crazy. All over the fucking highway, dog. Sure enough. Danger, danger. When we got to that fucking toll plaza and I looked up and that shit was lit up. All the toll plazas. They got like 11 or 13 toll plazas in that last uh, toll plaza. When you leave in the state of Maryland and you're going into Pennsylvania. Dude, they had a state trooper with the lights on at each fucking booth, dog. So I said, oh, shit. So I started slowing down. And then all the guys I went, they all just went ahead of me and started falling in line. And they all got pulled over to the shoulder. So I went. I creeped all the way, all the way to the left, to the last booth. Trying to creep through. That man ran over there with his gun out, dog. And snatched my key out of my ignition and told me to push my bike over there to where everybody else was. True story. So when I did, so when I got when I went over there to the shoulder where everybody was at, they were all just sitting there joking and laughing like it was like cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh shit, yeah, nigga, I yo, yo, I dust you. I ignored them. I went, I walked right by them like like thirty feet. And I sat in the curb by myself with, with my friend. And I just told her, I said, yo, just be quiet, yo. Don't talk to nobody. Don't do none of that shit. And then all the dudes were trying to talk to her because she was cute. And she had fat ass. And it was hanging out because she had them shorts on. She had booty shorts on. So the cheeks were sticking out. So I sat there. Then I, they kept calling them one by one to go behind. The, the, they, were, they were doing the shit behind the cop car. On, on the trunk, and he was, that's where he's writing all the tickets at. And everybody got eight tickets, eight tickets, eight tickets. The niggas was upset. Every time they walked away from the car, they were like, shit, like walking out of principal's office. <laughs> so then finally, <clears throat> he come up to me. Let me see your license registration and shot. said, sir, why you pull me over, sir? He's like, sir, you were speeding. We were tracking you for like 10 miles. You with, I said, I'm not with them. I don't know them motherfuckers. I'm not with them. I'm riding with my girl. We're just cruising, bro. I don't know why you pull me over. He said, oh, you're not with them? So you don't know them? I said, no, I don't know them motherfuckers, man. I don't know them. So he's like, oh, really? Okay. But when the state trooper comes up here that was tracking you, because they said specifically you. They said, you, the dude with the female in the back of the bike, you were the one leading and doing and going like 150-something. That was you. I said, man, it wasn't me, man. He said, all right, go ahead. He said, all right. When that state trooper come up, and if he IDs you and says it was you, I'm locking you up, and I'm towing your bike. He said, all right. So he walks away. So when he walks away, I said, yo, give me my motherfucking, um, get my, my bag right off the bike. So she grabbed the bike. I said, get that windbreaker out of there. Open the, open the bag, get the windbreaker out of there. So she got the windbreaker, and I threw it on. Because <clears throat> I had a red T-shirt on. So then I threw the black windbreaker on. It, had, it was black with neon green. Boop, boop. I put it on. I sat there. And this fucking state trooper pulled up. He was a big motherfucker, white boy. He got out of his car. His face was so fucking red. He was like about to blow his top off. But I think he was upset. He came staring at me. He kept staring at my bike. He kept staring at me. He kept looking at my bike. 
they're looking over there at me. They're looking at my bike. They're looking. And he was like, nah, that's not him. It's not him. He's, yeah, nah, it's not him. So then, so there was a, a black cop. So I said, yo, listen. Go ahead. I'm going to walk me back to your video where you had everybody else and give me and give me some blank tickets, man, because I don't want these dudes to fucking follow me and do something to me. They might try to knock me off the road or something. I don't know these fucking clowns. He said, all right, no problem. Yeah, come on. So he did. So he let me sign eight times. So on the eight signatures, if anybody see this video from back in the day that rode with me that day, they know what the story I'm talking about. And when I went to go sign the signatures, I put on the signature Mike Tyson. Eight times on all the tickets. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Mike <laughs> Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Like that. So then and he said, all right, listen, I need you to get on your motorcycle and get the fuck out of here. If I see you riding with these guys, I'm pulling you back over and I'm locking you back up for lying that you don't know them. I said, oh, no problem. So then I, when I go to leave and I will walk to, you know, towards my bike and I'm passing, I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Yo, I was like, yo, shut up, niggas. I don't know you niggas. I meet y'all at the first, the first rest stop. Uh, so I take off. So I park up at the first rest stop. And they, I wait. So like 15 minutes later, they all pull up. Like, yo, what the fuck, man? Why he let you leave, man? What the fuck? Because at the time, I was working for Langham City Expressway and I was a mentor. I was in a, this program in Atlanta County. They had a mentor, a mentorship program for, for the youth, and I used to mentor. So I had an Atlanta County probation ID, and I had Atlantic City Expressway ID, you know, a state ID, so the official. So I showed that shit, you know what I'm saying? So he gave, gave me a break. So when I, but when I said, but you, but you got tickets too, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I got tickets too. Yo, let me see you, bro. I remember the one dude that was with him, his name was Steve. I don't remember. I can't I can't remember the other dude's name. It's so long ago. So when I because Steve was like this, when I gave him the with the ticket, he looked at him. That mo oh was Dana from Bat Maryland, Steve from Pleasantville. I can't remember the rest of the motherfuckers. But when when Dana seen the I didn't get no ticket the ticket, I signed Mike Tyson, he got so upset. That nigga cussed at me and everything, man. Oh, hell no, bro. I said, all right, whatever, bro. Give a fuck, nigga. Y'all don't want to sit there acting like it's all cool. Because they ain't really give a fuck. They had money. I mean, we used to ride around. We always had like $2,000, $4,000, $5,000 us, bro. It was hustling money. Go to the mall every day money. You know what I mean? So they took off. So I went to Philly. Shit. They went to Philly, too. We went to Philly. Ended up in the plat. Smoked and joked and shit, laughed about it. Boom, 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 boom. The like, I'm gonna get my lawyer file a lawsuit. That's discrimination. Why they didn't get you no tickets? I, said, I was the only Puerto Rican in the group, bro. You know what I mean? I just know how to talk to the motherfuckers. Y'all sitting there joking and laughing, like, so they feel disrespected. You know what I mean? You gotta have a little finesse in your game, bro. Can't be a killer in the thug all the time. You gotta know how to play poker, you know, 21, poker. So that was the only other time too. Oh, then there was another time we was coming back from Philly another night, me and my two other boys, and my boy had just got a CBR. So he wanted to, you know, he wanted to ride, he wanted to push it. So on the way back from Philly, we was flying, bro. 
it was like, it wasn't that late though. It was like probably like 11 o'clock at night. And, uh, We were fucking flying, dude. We were doing like, we were doing like 150, bro. I remember I was doing like 157 when I looked down my shit. When the state trooper was on the, on the side, he, and he put his light on, it was like, phew, phew, like that. And then before you know it, like we went by our exit, two of them came out, and they started chasing us. <clears throat> so when they started chasing us, right before we got to the motherfucking exit, I mean, to the toll plaza, two of my boys, they bang the U-turn right there. Now you can't do that. They block that. A lot of bikes used to do that back in the day. You turn right there and just blast it and go back the other way and get off the first exit and you out. Because that's all back roads. But I didn't. I kept going. I went right through the toll plaza. There was a state trooper at the exit. Soon you get past the toll plaza. There was one there. I went past that motherfucker. The next one got off. Boom, got ghosts. Then when I went to work, the next day I'm in the coffee room, in the break room, and I rode my bike to work. These three these three state troopers come in the break room. I'm like, they don't, they don't even, they don't come out to our break room. So they said, I'm ignoring them. I know why they're there, so I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, eating my crackers. And the one guy gonna come up to me like, hey, that's your bike out there? I was like, yeah, what's up, what's up? I'm like, oh no. Now that bike looks kind of familiar because last night we was chasing some guys on the expressway and I was kind of wondering, you know, that wasn't you, was it? I said, why would I be fucking running from a state trooper on the expressway? I work on the expressway, dude. No, that wasn't me. He said, well, can you do me a favor? If you find out who it was, you know, let us know. I said, oh, all right, I got you. Fuck out of here. <laughs> so when I got off work, I called my boys and I told them. I said, yo, these motherfuckers really came up to me asking me, do I know who that was or was it me? You know what I'm saying? So I never pull over for that. I never pull over for the motherfuckers. So now, you pull over today? Dude, it could be the last time you ever be alive, man, because now they fucking kill you. They shoot you for anything. They be like, you're resisting. Well, how the fuck am I not going to be resisting? You fucking me up. Why are you so tense? You're resisting. You get out. You're, he's resisting. What the fuck, dude? You're fucking about to break my arm, dog. So I'm going to just lay there and let you just turn me into a pretzel and step on my neck and on my chest and then let me breathe, not breathe and die. What the fuck's wrong with y'all, bro? That's retarded. Let me do that to you and see if you be resisting or you, or you tense up. It's called human instincts. Instincts. That's what it's called. What the fuck's the matter with y'all, bro? That's crazy to me, man. That don't make no sense, dude. I like a young boy, Roger, was going home, and they stopped because he had a ski mask on. He was ahead of the curve. He knew that virus was coming out before the virus came out. He was walking around with a mask on. So somebody called the police on somebody he's suspicious looking. They end up killing him, bro. Fat. Pull up, yo, what's your name? Yo, yo, come here, suspicious. Wrestling him down, put him in a chokehold. He passed out. 
He's telling him he can't breathe. He's anemic. That's why he wears the mask. He can't breathe. He passes out, falls unconscious. The ambulance pulls up and they shoot him with a cometamine or whatever the fuck that is. And that put him in the coma and it killed him. So these are the signs of the times that we live in, bro. It's fucking terrible. So now, like, who the fuck wants to comply? You comply, you can die. Or you'd rather get caught with it than not get caught without it. Like, it's a lose-lose, man. It's a lose-lose. But that's the way they program it to be. That's the way they set the playing field up. Because what it does is it monetizes the system. You know how they say defund the police? Or the systematic system? Well, that's what the systematic has been set up to be. So what it does, it funds, you know, it funds the law, the rules, the law enforcement. Everybody eats off of, when I get locked up, everybody gets paid. The judge, the lawyer, the prosecutor, the jailer, the bailiff, the uh, COs, the doctors, the nurses, everybody who's in, the people who supplies the uniforms, the shoes, the food, everything. Everything is a paycheck. So we're just a number. The humans that get locked up is just a number. And then that's how they created all this wealth for themselves. And it's systematic racism. And that's how it was created. And it continues to do so. But now the process has started to where the shit is changing. No, no, we got some real idiots in, our, in, in this country running around doing dumbass shit. You know what I mean? But like, all the guns and all the drugs and all that shit was put in our communities. Like, all those fireworks you hear going off, you think those kids bought all that fireworks, bro? They dropping that shit off in the, in the hood. And crates of it and guns, they dropping it off for, for that. To keep them working, keep them employed. When they when the cops go, before they start their shifts, their commander tells them, all right, we, we need everybody's numbers up. I'm going to put you in this district. You got to have these this certain arrests for the month. And we're going to direct ourselves to these people here. Black people, Latino people, because they're the ones that are outside, standing around, drinking and smoking and joking and all that shit. And they're playing with the guns that we gave them and they're selling the drugs that we gave them. And then for the FBI informants, the guys who get caught and then they become informants, then they give them all the all the coke and all the guns and let them seem like they're the kingpins. And they're giving all that shit to the neighborhoods continuing to poison the neighborhoods and the kids are killing each other. And then it just it just... It cycles, it continues, it continues, it continues, it continues. Then, you know, he gets shot, he shoots somebody, he goes to jail, he goes to the grave. And it just keeps going in and out. In, out, in the door, out the door, 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 in the door, out Like that, and it just never ends. But now people rising up and the shit's coming to an end. But they don't want to relinquish that. They had a stronghold on that for 401 years, as of today. So it's not going to be an easy battle where he's going to roll over. Like, oh, you know, we, yeah, we, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're all going to go broke and lose their homes, and homes are going to go into foreclosure, and their businesses are going to go bankrupt and all that. So what's going to happen then? They're going to start killing even more and shooting even more. It's going to be a civil war.
That's what's, that's what's happening now. Now, somebody yesterday went to a peaceful protest in Kentucky and pulled out a gun and just started shooting kids, bro. Young, I don't know if he, in the news, I gotta watch the news. I don't know if he actually hit or killed anybody, but I know he was out there shooting like a, like, standing there shooting at him. So I don't know who got hit or if there were blanks, because they could have been blanks too. It's all propaganda, you know, it's government, it's government shit. So we got to take heed. So now we're dealing with the pandemic, with the virus. Now it's spiked all the way back up. And then the second wave is coming when it cools back off in September. Then we got the murder bees, the killer bees. Police brutality and the justice reform and the justice and all that shit going on in this country. And now we're dealing with a, a, a Sahara dust storm that is so fucking five miles wide and long, whatever the hell they said it is, but it's thick and it's fucking a big ass massive cloud is going to cause, you know, all kind of health issues. Can't, it's going to cause health issues, cancer, all that shit coming down the line, you know. And then in Africa, locusts. It's like millions and millions and millions of locusts just flying around, tearing up all the crops, all the food supplies. So these are all signs. These are all signs of the times. I know people don't want to believe it, that people say that's fake, that they're not religious, and they don't believe, and they don't believe in this, and they don't believe in that, that they got to see. You know, back in the day, they said that Abraham said that to God too. Like, show me, show me something. Like, yeah? You don't believe, huh? To the fish that bounce out the water and start talking to them. And let them know. And you're not smart. You may think you're a little bit of smart because God bless you with a little bit of knowledge. But your intelligence to God's intelligence is one, not even a peck, not even a peck of an ocean from a bird. Let that sink in. So, please, what I'm asking everybody, don't get fooled and don't be so fucking desperate to clout chasing this internet shit and this music industry shit and this entertainment and bouncing the basketball and catching the football or hitting the baseball or getting uh, show money or hip-hop money, rap money, you know, selling your ass money, all that shit, all that shit. Put that shit on hold, bro. Because guess what? Human beings are an endangered species right now. Because that's the signs of the times. When, he blows the, when, he, when God orders Jabril to blow the, blow the horn, and then all the humans fall in death, and the mountains are crumbled, and the buildings collapse. Uh, that's happening around the world today. Now, this virus, if we don't get no type of control over it, there's going to be a whole lot of fucking people falling off dead, man. Gone. Finished. So we got to take heed, man. Got to take heed, man. I, I know I am. I'm paying attention, man. I've been quarantined since last year anyway. I don't fuck with nobody. I don't want nobody around me. I don't fuck with nobody, man. That's it, bro. And I just create and I develop and I do shit 
come up with ideas and put it together on my own. And what I don't know, I go to YouTube and I research and I learn it and I fucking do it, man. Like now, like now I got some other ideas I'm putting together. Because this is fucking ridiculous, man. Absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. Out of order, man. The whole society is out of order, man. Everybody's caught up in the worldly life and not taking heed to how precious, precious life is, man. And I'm talking to myself first because my ears are closer to me than they are to you. All right? So, look, I'm about to close this out. I am Ali Hoodstar. You can follow me on Instagram at Hoodstar365 TV Radio and Hoodstar365 HS Worldwide, Hoodstar365 Models. And then I'm on TikTok, Hoodstar365 TV. All right? And on YouTube, go subscribe, Hoodstar365 TV, where you'll find all the videos and content that I upload from my overall platform, you know, the music, the podcast, the everything, all right? So I love y'all, man. All I'm, I'm just trying to inspire. My goal is to inspire those who want to be inspired and who are going to go on and inspire other people. And support those who support you, man. If you're showing love and then I'm showing you no love back, then you already know that they don't love you. So just keep moving. Whether it's friends, family, it don't matter who it is, man. All right? So that's how I go, man. That's life, man. That's, God is the best of planners, man. You can't force yourself on anyone. They either, they're either with you or they're not. And that's just how I go, man. You know what I mean? Just keep hating from the sideline, put your 3D glasses on and all that shit, man. And then when I'm dead and gone and you come back and you go on my YouTube and you start watching my videos, let that sink in, man. Facts. All right? So I'm out, man. And don't forget to hit the notification bell, hit the like button, leave a comment, share it, let your people know to come on YouTube and go to the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and tune into all the, all the podcasts that I, 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 you know, that I release. Respect to getting the podcast. And then go follow the SoundCloud, Hoodstar365, the mixtape series. With, I got 15 volumes on there now. All dope indie artists. I'm all over the place, all of America and overseas, all right? So I love y'all. I'm Ali, Hoodstar365.